Thanks for tuning in to Relationship Talk. I'm your host, Antriana E. Stone, the love advocate. Don't forget to tune in bi-weekly on Wednesday to listen to our most recent episode and invite a friend. Register online at GetMoreInLifeCoaching.com to receive updated notifications about our upcoming events. Thanks for listening. Today's episode, we're going to talk about words, the power of words. And yes, words are very powerful. In the beginning, let there be light. And don't we see light? What also I'm going to give you throughout this episode are some seed words. And matter of fact, I'll start giving you those words right now. You don't have to write them down right now, but we're going to come back to them. And it's a series of words which are joy, chosen, ESP for extrasensory perception, grudge, love, hope, faith, electricity, energy, talents, gifts, integrity, trust, plant, grow, weed, and feed, impression, passion, grateful, leader, foundation, power, expression, infinite, Intelligence, nurture, soul, mind, why? These words are very important. And words are thoughts in our mind, then translated into sound once it goes out in the universe. And we cannot reach out and pull those words back in. So therefore, we must be very careful how we form the words in our mouth, our intention, and what we are going to say. How are we going to use the words? Words are very painful. One thing about it, and I know you've heard it as well as I have, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And my thing is, your bones will heal, and those words will still continue to haunt you, because you never forget. You never forget when someone tells you, you're not good enough. You won't mount to nothing. Nobody wants you because you have children. You can't lose weight. You all, you eat too much. You're ugly. And this is this is deep right here. I've always tried to figure it out. And this I've been carrying this with me for years, but I know how to deal with it. I just think about it and say, what does that mean? This is something that I was told. Check this out. That I should have been born in hell, upside down, in a hole, <laughs> with bells on my toes. Hello? Think about that. In other words, you were ready to take me by my feet and dump me in a hole and tie my feet up with some bells. That's how I see it. But I see, I said, no, I'm not. I'm a child of God. That does not identify me being born in a hole or leaving out here, leaving this earth in a hole. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be buried. I'm not going to be crucified. I mean, um, you hear me to my crucified. I'm going to be buried, but I am not going to be cremated. And, of course, I'm going down six feet under. That's the only way I'll be in a grave. But that's what I was told. And also I was told that I would never mount to anything. 
But I didn't like, I didn't, did not let those things identify me. And then one day I was sitting up watching the game, the movie called The Hunger Game. And it's about you out there in the wilderness trying to fight for your life to see who, who is going to last to the end. The movie, as I continued to watch the movie, the scripture popped up in my head. Mark 13, 13. All men will hate you because of me, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Now, you see how that scripture connected to the hunger game. They were trying to survive. And the movie was about who can survive, who can fight and fetch for themselves out there in the, in, in the wilderness. And then who's going to turn on one another? Or are they going to get together and try to save one another? Then there were some beasts and obstacles that came up in the way. So it caused me to go a little bit deeper within my soul. The hunger game caused me to think and ask myself, who will last to the end being saved based on the word of God? Are you going to turn back to your old ways when things don't go the way we want them? Or will you fight God's battle all the way to the end? Victory is already yours. It's ours. You will win the race. However, you must live by every word that proceeded out the mouth of the Lord. The one word that sums up the law is L-O-V-E, love. If you have this four-letter word to guide you, it will help you from sin as love heals all things. Love changes your mood. Love lifts you up. Love puts you in a, in, a, in, a, in a mood of giving and caring and surviving because you know you can't survive off love. You only have mental breakdowns when you're feeling alone and like and thinking that no one loves you. So can you turn the other cheek and go on and be about our father's business? Or will you bow down to man because you can see ahead of you? You can look straight out and see what's ahead. Not realizing you can't see what's around the corner. Will you be about our father's business who art in heaven or your brothers, sisters, mothers, friends? girlfriend, spouse, boyfriend, and anyone else I may have left out. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. I moonwalked backwards this morning, and we do that at times, and we don't even realize it. We're human. We're all different, but... In the eyes of God, we are all the same because God made us in his own likeness and image. And if we keep the thought growing in our minds that we are all the same, when we look at people, we'll look at ourselves and see, well, how can I help them or what can I do for them? Because it's all coming 
from the foundation of love. We wouldn't fault people because of their struggles and because of their sins, because who are we? We are all the same. We are all sinners saved by grace. So why do they keep doing what they're doing and we're doing what we're doing? But when we look through the eyes of God, we can only see the love connection, not what triumphs people have gone through or their ups and downs, but you have more of a loving heart to reach out, to pull up and help up. We've been through the valley and we cannot see around the corner. We're all trying to climb to get to the hill and that mountaintop. So I don't care if you're in the swamps right now, one foot in the grave and one on top. When you have God's words in your spirit, it may seem like years, but during those years, the three letters, the three words, the four words, God, love, Lord, five words, letters, Jesus, will carry you through. As long as you keep your mind stayed on him and as long as you don't give up and as long as you keep the faith, it don't matter about your childhood. What matters is your mind, keeping your mind stayed on the end results, surviving just like the hunger game. Who's going to last to the end? So we are warriors. And we are on that front line of the battlefield daily. So we have to continue to fight. We're going to win this race. We're going to win the race. The words all mean the same. There's only one father and one love. And he's the only one that can teach us how to love unconditionally. Love starts from the within us, from within us. And we're the ones that carry the love on by shining our lights. But in order to shine our light, we got to stay lit. So we got to be under the light in order to stay lit. When you go away from the light, you're going toward darkness. So what is love to you? And do you love yourself? I had to ask myself these things, but I'm going to give you just a little small exercise to do. Get some post-it notes and everything that you think of that love represent, write it down on the post-it note. Just write it down. Um, Protection, happiness. So put these things down. And then what I want you to do, you're going to identify your definition for love and you're going to take those notes and then you're going to form a sentence. And I want you to tell me what you came up with. When I did the exercise, my uh, uh, definition of love is that love is God's gift because we are a gift, a life and protection. And long as we stay in within his word, his word will comfort us and we'll be able to go and comfort other people. Their protection. 
by watching over us. So God's love is a gift and protection downloaded as a guide to alert us when to change. So if we don't know what love is, if we don't know how to love, if we're not open to love, we won't know what love is. That's simple. We just won't know what love is. We won't know when we're not being loved because we're not loving ourselves first. And the way to love yourself first is to love God. Open up and let God into your spirit and let him direct you. Let him be that guide for you and let him alert you with that small voice that says, not now, my child. That awakens your soul to love. So if you've been looking for love in all the wrong places, you'll never find it because you don't need to look. Is right there within you. First, God loved you. So he gave his only begotten son so that you can have life and live it more abundantly. You must lean on him that gave you the gift to live a life filled with love. Lean on the one, I should say, that gave you the gift to live a life filled with love. And more importantly, stop looking in the wrong places and take a look in the mirror and see the love of life. The gift is you. Gift yourself back by spreading the word of God. Let people know Jesus is love. He's a simple God. And it takes a long time to deliver at time, but he's an on-time God because he knows when you're ready. So you have to be ready, and you can't get ready unless you know and let him in so he can prepare you to be ready. Because all he wants for us is to love our neighbor as though it's you and me. I love you. Do you love me? I can't hear you, but I can feel the yes in your heart. God is good. And something about the name Jesus just gets you stirred up and gets you on your way. At least it does for me. And when you start meditating on his name, sparks begin to fly. Smiles begin to appear. Joy stands up. And sometimes it may get you to running and shouting, thinking about if it had not been for the Lord by my side, where would you and I be? And if you don't have a purpose or a meaning in life, what do you have? And a purpose, God has a will for us. And then we have our own purpose. And a purpose is actually a plan, your goal. And then you have to, in order to live a purposeful life, you got to have a plan. What are you reaching for? What are you moving toward? Because if you're not moving forward, you're standing still. And if if you're not doing anything growing from standing, you can't grow from standing still. So you're doing what? You're dying. So remember those C words that I first called out in the beginning of my podcast? I hope you're enjoying this podcast because I am enjoying delivering my message from my soul. 
So what I want you to do now, as we come into a close, I would like for you to close your eyes. And from memory, meditate on the words that I gave you in the beginning of this podcast. Write down the first words from the list that popped into your head. Write down about five. These five words are your seed words to help you redecorate your life canvas. Write down what comes to mind afterwards. Once you write down these words, what come to your mind afterward? What comes to your mind afterwards? From here, from this point, with those words that you gathered, those are your seed words. Look at them. Pay attention to them. Because you will start a new painting on your life's canvas. God gave us the ability to paint our life the way that we want it. And we are all artists. You decided this morning what you wanted to do and how you wanted to do it. You cooked your eggs, maybe. And you did them the way you wanted to do them. We all do things differently. And... I also want you to know when you start painting your on your life canvas to decorate it how you want it decorated, to have the courage to do the things that you want to do, the places that you want to go, the things that you want to do in life, if you have the courage to want to help someone, and if you're stuck in life setbacks, contact me and let's talk. I have a 30-minute love chat that I offer, and I would love to hear and listen to what you may have to say. But most of all, remember that electrification starts now. Change starts right here, right now, with those seed words that you just wrote down. And don't forget to do the other exercise as well. Uh, what does love mean to you? Write down words on post-it notes and kind of form your sentence and email me at, I'll spell my name out, A-N-T as Tom, R-E-I-N-A-S at AOL.com or go to my website, GetMoreInLifeCoaching.com and, send, and contact me from there. I love you. Thank you for listening. Peace, joy, and love.